Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the toast and happy Friday. Oh my gosh, another week in the can, two queens being queens. Two queens on the pod. Oh my god, we sound so chewy. I know. No, no. I I'm, hate the word pod. I'm leaning into it. That was ironic. And I feel like we should change the name of this show to Queens on the Pod. I would love that. Q-O-T-P. I, the word queen is chuggy too, but like it gets a pass. I hate, hate the word pod. People who call their show the pod. No, and it's just like one more syllable. It's not that hard. We have so much to talk about. First of all, it's Friday, so like everyone's just in a good mood. We're feeling good. Joyous occasion. Joyous celebration extravaganza. Two, we have Queenie and Weenie of the Week, which is just my favorite. I, of course, was able to think of my Weenie immediately. Queenie hasn't come to me yet, but that's just because I'm a negative girl. I'm a negative queen. But sometimes we can collab where yes. you provide the Weenie, I provide the Queenie. Another thing I wanted to say was I'm going to St. Bart's. Let me tell you, I finally convinced my... I can't believe I even have to say that. But I convinced my husband. I convinced the tailors who are inspired my trip and I was like hoping that's why I was like I wanted to go this week I'm like let me just go we'll spend two days with them and then three days by ourselves they you know extended their trip now we're all staying in a house together like so much fun which is so much more economical for me like really those you know hotels are out of control so I'm going I have like 87% of it booked having the passport shipped here today gonna spend the weekend pillaging Jackie's closet and vlogging it for the Patreon, stealing all of her things. I've got my eye on the Smithsonian romper. That's a size small. It looks the green. Is one? it really small? The green one, like the chevron, like the chevron green. There's well, a green. The one tube top. Oh, it's probably a size small, but I think it will fit you. I also have. Is that the one you wore to Coachella? No, you wore a green romper to Coachella. That one is. Missonian. I was thinking that you should try that on. It's like my favorite beach cover up. You know, I will be like no, perfect, have, worse, perfect use of the word. I will be pillaging. pillaging. I have everything that you need. And you will also supplement if you need to like go to the mall. I need to go to like a department, like an old lady department store to get some strapless bras. Cause like, I feel like all I'm putting you in my corset. All beach items. I'm making you try on a corset. Like, I don't want to be uncomfortable. And I'm starting no, to make reservations. Like, I'm so excited. I could. I was up till two in the morning because me and Ben, like, booked our flights and, like, was we're talking to the tailors about, like, houses and restaurants. And then we just, like, went to sleep. And I'm like, I can't go to sleep. I'm so excited. Yeah. Ben passed out. Like, I know he's not excited for this trip. I want to kill him. It's not I, about him. He's not. your travel companion. But honestly, like, I, I would prefer he didn't come. He's there to carry the bags. 1,000%. And he's like, I'm going to go to the outlets this weekend and, like, get some clothes. So he's, like, getting a little excited because he's going to get new clothes. He, did, he said to me, he said, hey, want to go to the outlets this weekend? He's planning a whole thing because, like, I guess Shapiro loves the outlets. So, like, Shapiro's taking him. And he's like, we should all go to the outlets. I didn't even know there I, were outlets. I would go. I actually said, yeah, my family like loves an outlet. Let's all go. Yeah, I love, I mean, going to the outlets, like the actual journey is horrible. It's, you know, every man for himself. It's a dog eat dog world. When you come home with the goods. With a deal. But I haven't been to an outlet in a while, like in years. And I just feel like outlets aren't what they used to be. I actually think they're better, like for real. No. Like outlets are. Ben fucks so heavily. I feel like outlets used to be, you could find great finds, like things that didn't sell, you know, damaged mm -hmm. items, whatever. And now stores like make uglier clothes for their outlets. Oh, it's giving, I feel pretty, the, what's that line called? At, when they're selling their extensive makeup at Target for cheap? Come on, come on, come on. No. It's with an A, I think. Come on, Jackie. <laughs> 
we finish each other's sandwiches. I, it really, it's, it's, it's not something Do you know what I'm talking night. about? I know the line that you're talking about, but the word isn't available to me. Oh, this is going to But the word is something for accessible. It's, yeah. Okay. I feel pretty. Makeup line. Cheaper. Like, no one's going to know what I'm talking about on Google. I feel pretty movie. Take your time. Honestly, I want you to figure it out because we can cut this out, the finding. Yeah, please. Like, it's really bothering me. I want you to figure it out also. Maybe we just have to watch the whole movie to find out. Would love, would love. You know I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's called a blank line. Jenny, please. <laughs> it's like a word for affordable, right? Yes. And they're doing it at Target. Okay. You know who would know? Dana. Should we call, call her? Call her. Okay. Is she going to pick up? Like she does have a job. FaceTime or regular? FaceTime. She'll be excited. It's called like the, it definitely starts with an A. Or you know what we could do? Dana, okay. We're recording. We're recording the podcast. So I just know everything you're saying is being recording. And let me put you near. <laughs> I'm putting you near the microphone. So we're trying to remember a word. And it's from, I know it from the movie I Feel Pretty, Amy Schumer. So Amy Schumer, in the movie I Feel Pretty, she's working for the makeup company. And the makeup company like wants to sell a line of like affordable makeup at Target. Right? That's like the whole premise of the movie. It's like, oh, you know, I saw that with Jackie a million years ago. So you didn't watch the- it again after? No. What is the word that they use to describe like the cheaper makeup line, like the secondary line? Oh. It's like the, not, it's like the. Hackneyed. No, it's, I think it starts with an A. Tina, if you're not busy, could you watch the movie right now? <laughs> and get back to us? Yeah, can I get back to you? Yeah, by the way, can you do some research and get back to me? I'll leave my phone on loud. A hundred percent. By the end of the show, you'll have your answer. No, I need it in the next five minutes. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> I'm dying. I feel like it's like a moose. No, it's like a boat. What the hell is it? We'll find out. This feels like who wants to be a millionaire? Phone a friend. Like it feels like there's a clock. Who would you phone? I would phone you. For a question on who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Someone with an encyclopedic knowledge. It depends on the question. I would either phone Dana, depending on the question, yeah. or I'd phone mom. Yeah. But it depends on the question. Like, what if it's a question about... Like history or geography. History or geography, mom. Okay, I really can't find this. It's pissing me off. Or like, maybe I'd phone someone in my phone who was like the smartest person in my class and be like, hey, we haven't seen each other in 10 years, but can you help me? Oh my God, like literally, do I have Ethan Freed's number? Like he was the valedictorian, <laughs> Ethan Freed. I wonder, I probably do. I'm like, Ethan. Yeah, I do. Or like, if, went it to was, Harvard. if it was a history question, like phone a professor from my phone. Do you have any of your professor's phone numbers? No, but could I call like the office? The registrar's office connect no. me to I feel like when professor. you go on, when you go on who wants to be a millionaire, like you have to preload like one phone number. They know you're gonna call like your brother. Like okay, you so don't you get like one, you don't get your contact. I only list. get one person. And that person needs to know to be by their phone. Well, they would be. Yeah. I'm I'm phoning Ethan Freed. You're totally right. Yeah, like this find the smartest, most encyclopedic knowledge person in my phone. Like a person who went to Harvard. I think maybe I would make a friend before I went on the show. Like a new friend and I would use I them. would hang out at the library. And I would let them think we're really friends, but it was really so we could get close so I could call you when I go on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Or this is like the premise of a rom-com. Wait. 
you know you're going on who wants to be a millionaire so you hang out at like the local library or wherever smart or no someone from your high school who was really smart you're like they know everything i'm gonna get in touch with them pretend like i want to get together i'm gonna use them and that's where the movie you know at 75 oh my god wait i love i love i love at 75 percent of the movie like there's a fight and things go south it's because he found out he was being used for the game show yep and but she really did fall in love with him really along the way. She really did fall in love with him, and she goes on the game show, and she has a question, and it's a, a question of something that they spoke about when they first met. Yes, and she calls him, and it's like, will he pick up? Has he Wait, forgiven her? I know we like joke and like make dumb ideas <laughs> all the time. This movie sounds. Inc- I have chills. It sounds incredible. Will he pick up? Has he forgiven her? What are we calling the movie? And she calls him, and he picks up because he's like, I'm going to help her. Fine. And then he runs to the studio, and she calls him to say. I know the answer to the question because you told me and I remembered and I'm calling you to tell me I'm going to be a millionaire and I love you. No, I have chills. No, I have chills. Jackie, I have chills. <laughs> oh, yeah, my cheeks. Can yeah, yeah she knows. She knows the answer. Because he, it's something he had told her when he like thought she wasn't listening. Wait, how do we get this film made? Like dead serious. I feel like actually like Loki, a lot of influential like producers like listen to the show. We should write a script. We should write a script. What's the movie called? It needs like a killer name. Like who wants to be a... The Game of Love. Oh my God. And the credits, obviously, we have Michelle Branch and our king, Santana. It's all in the game of love. It's, it's all in the game of love. That's like one of the few songs I can play on the guitar. Who would we cast in our movie? As like our beautiful game and, show contestant. And our, like our nerd who takes off his glasses and everybody realizes he's handsome. Yeah. And like then are like funny. I'm the funny friend, first of all. Like if we're making a movie, you bet your ass I'm gonna be in it. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, let's think. Beautiful actress that we want to platform. And her life is like kind of hit a standstill. So she like applies for game shows. She doesn't have like her life together. Yeah. So someone who's like kind of like, you know. Yeah. Well, it really could be anyone. But like, who do we love as an actress? Kiki Palmer. Who we think should be in more things. Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Like, that's literally what we say about her. Okay, and our nerdy... Our nerd who takes off his glasses and everybody realizes he's handsome. I don't know. I think we need a casting. Yeah, and I think maybe we discover like a fresh new face. I love a fresh new face and FNF. Yeah. I'm so excited. Please get in contact. Um, Jackie and I are clients of William Morris and just have your people call our people. Yeah. Oh my God, Claudia, we're going to be movie producers. Yeah. But I didn't see that for this morning when I woke up no. that I was going to be writing an award-winning script. We did just like kind of spoil the movie. <laughs> Especially like, not that rom-coms can be spoiled because they're just like no, but formulaic. The but like that one moment, like she knows the answer. Like that's the best part. And you think that the twist is going to be like, will he pick up? And the fact that he picks up is like, oh, that's the, the chills. But no, the chills She's are like, that. No, I know the declaration was signed in 1776. But what I don't know is... Will you marry me? Wait, but just know, no movie I'm a part of is going to have the girl promo- <laughs> proposing to the boy. As I was finishing the movie, I thought, like, that should be the question. The question is, will you marry me? But then we'd have to switch, and it'd have to be the nerdy girl and the handsome man. No, it's not as cute. Oh, one thing, if I'm promo- producing, like, some sort of romantic love story, like, it's going to be traditional as fuck. Like, the girl's going to be wearing an apron. Like, there's no sort of, like, she proposes to him or she takes initiative. No, he's opening the car door. Like, it's old school. He makes more money than her. Oh, yeah, because he's also, like, a Silicon... He sold his company in Silicon Valley. He's a, a multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah. That just goes without saying. Who turns out he owns the network. Oh, and... He oh. owns the network, and they reached out to her to be on the show because no, he no, no, that's always crazy. had a no. crush on her. No, I hate that. I hate that. 
I like this. Wait, listen to me. Listen to me. It's here. my movie. Jackie took it. This is called like a brainstorming session. Okay, Not fine. every idea is a good idea. Okay, it's my movie. Um, wait, fuck. I had a good idea. Hold on. What were you saying? Plot for the movie. Oh, oh, oh. And there should also be like th- fl- flashback scenes to like them in high school, like how they interacted. Mm-hmm. And like maybe we have like a young Sabrina Carpenter. Cute. And there's perhaps a song. Cute. Just an she idea. She could even be our lead. I mean, I love her. Like, love, love, love. Let me see if Dana texts me. She didn't. I'm just bothering the fuck out of me. She'll find it. Um, and we need a movie, a name for the movie. Okay, that I think we can sit on. Maybe we like save one thing for like the people to be surprised by. Yeah. Or they don't know what the movie's called and then they go to the movies and see this movie that they don't know and they don't realize it's the one that we just wrote out. How the fuck did we get here? Because Dana, phone a friend. Amy Schumer, affordable skincare line. Where did we, how did we get there? How did we start talking about Amy? We were looking for a word for like accessible. Yeah, affordable line of something. We were talking about St. Bart's? No, we were past that. The outlets. They make clothes oh, that's right. for the outlets. So you're right. Now it's like, it's not like the good stuff that never like got sold makes it to the outlets. They make like cheap shit just to send to the outlets. That I agree with. Right. So I haven't been in a while. They make their accessible line. Right, exactly. Their outlet-friendly line. And I would love to go. So maybe that's in store for us this weekend. And then my final question is, after St. Bart's, are you going to come back here or are you just going to like fly straight I am to going home, finally. Do they have a direct flight? Yes, lots. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. bye. So my time... It's winding down, but it was more than we bargained for. No, and like I'm going somewhere else. I'm not going home to my mouse-filled apartment. It's all good. Yeah. Bruno is sleeping with his eyes open. Well, now I just woke him up, but he's sleeping with his eyes open. I'm sorry, no. His eyes are closed and he's sleeping he's sitting, sitting up. Because he wants to present well for the show. Yeah. And he said like when he lays flat, he doesn't like how he looks on camera. Uh, ain't that the truth. But he's a sleepy man because he works hard. Also, how gr- relieved am I that we started our health journey two days ago? And I'm going to continue that health journey till I go to St. Bart's. And I'm also going to spend, I'm going to spend the weekend like pillaging your closet, going shopping for anything I might need and sitting outside in like a bandeau and I need I can't show up so pasty especially when the tailors have been there for a week I offered you a spray tan but I want to get a real tan okay when I'm in St. Barth yeah there's really no reason why not just go lay on my new outdoor furniture exactly so today's gonna be a great day we have an amazing show we have Queenie and Weenie and we just have two gals who love each other who just wrote a movie who yeah two we have two producers slash screenwriters things we did that Things we're about to do, the yes. damn thing. We're about to do this and we did that. Oh, we did do that and we will do this. Oh, uh, how are the stories? Solid. Not as a rock. Solid. Solid. Oh, I had another update that I wanted to share with everyone that's like kind of major that everyone needs to know about. We've been teasing all week being so annoying about this merch drop that we have next week. We are so excited about it. We actually decided to move it up a day. Now, I swear it has nothing to do with me going to St. Bart's. <laughs> We could have left it. We could have left it on Wednesday. But we're so excited and we don't want to to miss it because you're, not miss it, but like for it to be rushed. Rushed. So we're moving it to Tuesday. That way we can start wearing it on Monday. And we'll start teasing soon. Because I wanted to wear it today, but it gave people too many days to steal the idea. No, Timu is going to steal it. Like, Timu is down our throats. I know Timu is going to start making toast merch because we're so successful and we sell like millions of sweatshirts. We are not sold anywhere. We're not sold on Timu. We're not sold anywhere other than the website, which name I can't remember. Shoptoastmerch.com. We keep changing it. Shoptoastmerch. Shoptoastmerch dropping Tuesday now. 
Tuesday, Junior. Tuesday. And maybe we'll start teasing it this weekend, like maybe on Sunday when people's businesses are closed so they can't like screen start and steal it. So they can't start stealing. We're so paranoid, you guys. Like we just think like this item, like the thing is it's, the girls are going to love it for a multitude of reasons because it's so toasty and it's so cute and it's like a set and stuff. But I think like any person, like you don't need to be a toaster to wear it. Like I could see this like going viral on TikTok for real, like us like seriously becoming billionaires and maybe I could buy a house in St. Bart's. Oh my God, that would be beautiful. I would love that. The, our you first know, like thing, Lala Kent said, she like bought a house with, with the shop. money she made on okay, to send it to Daryl. Shop it, yeah. But now that we've said that, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. We could cut it out. No, it's just like, it's just, the. it's not even about the show. It's just like the karmic rules. Like if you, actually some people call that manifesting. I think if you like say something, jinx. you jinx it. You're in capris. I mean, they're leggings that stop. That give a few inches. <laughs> yeah, give a few inches, yeah. And tell me about your decision because there's a big chatter about capris on TikTok. Buddy, I saw the capris and they're Bermuda shorts that people okay. are talking about. Okay. And tell me about my decision. Um, they're Spanx leggings and they're really nice. And the rest of my leggings are in the wash. Great. So that's that's the reasoning. I'm wearing leggings that are too long. You know, they're bunching up on my toes. Maybe you could give me some. No, literally give me scissors. But I feel like if my leggings were hit my ankle, I couldn't wear these shoes. I think you could. No, I tried the other day and they just, they looked... Like, I think it's a better look with these shoes that I got that I like. Well, that, I'm, are you going to steal these shoes? I guess this, these shoes are the only things that are off limits. Yeah, by the way, I would, like, if I said, for if you're not watching on YouTube, Jackie's wearing this new pair of expensive shoes that she just bought. She posted about them. She was so excited. I would never ask, first of all. I'm not yeah. dumb. And second of all, and what's so great about Jackie is if I said to Jackie, listen, I had this outfit. Like, I need those shoes. Give them to me. She'd be like, okay. Yeah, I would. And I'm going straight back to New York and you wouldn't have them for months. And, like, you would still, you're so good like that. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Like, I want everyone to wear my things. I want my things to be worn. Wait, but when we were kids, oh my God, we were all the opposite. Like, if somebody took, like, a shit-stained t-shirt that I owned, literally, like, physical fight. Yeah, maybe I got all of that out of my system on my shit-stained t-shirts. And maybe because, like, I spend so much time and energy, curating. like, curating and money. And it's like, I want these things to be worth exactly what I paid for them. To have life. And I want my sisters to look lovely and look right for the occasion. Yeah, nobody, like, ever asks me to borrow my stuff. So I don't know how I would react. Maybe it's like, do I have ugly stuff? But I could see it not bothering me anymore either. It's like, yeah, take it. Just bring it back. Yeah. And even if like you stained it or something, I'm just not attached to these things either. It's like, I love material items. I love them. Like they give me an energy boost mm -hmm. and a shot of adrenaline, Joy. like nothing else. But I don't like deeply uh, care or get attached to things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel that way about like everything. Something like if it spills in my house, I'm just like, it's not a big deal. Well, I think that's just like motherhood, you know, yeah. perspective. Yeah. Okay. I like that about myself. I like that about you too. How are you in your house if something were to spill? Depends who spilled it. <laughs> like if Ben spilled it, I take it. And we talked, I did recorded an episode of The Good Guys yesterday. And Josh was like, what do you guys like really fight about? And I was like, the cleanliness, because it seems like a surface thing, but I find it really disrespectful. Like if I'm constantly picking up after you and you're just leaving things behind for like your maid to pick up, I find it rude. And um, so when Ben spills something, I'm like, Oh my it's, God. It's an attack. Yeah. If you were to come to my house and spill something, like I know you're a careful person. You know person. my intentions. Yeah. It's like for me, it's for, if Ben were to spill something, it just highlights that carelessness. Yeah, carelessness, which is a direct attack on you. And it really, really bothers me. I can understand that. Like, I don't know if I told you this, but Ben stained your carpet. Where? In the room that we're sleeping in. Okay. 
with like an orange body armor. Remember I told you there was an orange stain? Yeah, yeah. And I asked you, I told you, I said, what is this? No, I told you, I'm like, by the way, there's an orange stain in the room. And I don't know if it was there before, but like it definitely wasn't because there was a big bottle of orange body armor right next to the stain. And I'm like, Ben, did you do this? And he was like, oh, I guess I did. And I was like, do you want to do something about it? It's been two days. And I want to shout out, major shout out to one of our toast sponsors, that Branch Basics OxyClean thing, the powder. I've never used that one. I used the spray. It's gone. Go look. It's literally, you have the cleanest carpet in the country. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah, I use that stain remover. I have like buccal chairs in my kitchen table. Well, I did stain your couch while I was here too. Actually, Bruno did. It was a joint effort. It was me and Bruno. And like, I honestly felt really bad because it's a brand new couch. And it was like low-key. It was like, a, I was eating a, this is why I shouldn't eat fruit. I should just eat chips because chips don't stain a fruit salad yummy yummy and you know like the juice at the bottom fruit juice it was i was like almost done with it and i got up and bruno attacked it and all the juice spilled onto jackie's couch and like honestly like we couldn't tell zach like it was brand new we got the stain out we got the stain out with that branch basics product it was fabulous because zach isn't as laissez-faire about stains no i know like, stains are a problem he takes all stains and like uh imperfections to heart i agree by the way i feel the same like your home i i, I re- would react the same you would also react like Zach's like, oh, this fat bitch is in my house for a month. She's staining everything. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. Like, I could tell Zach was like, oh, my But then God. it's part of a larger issue then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think Zach wants me out of his house? No. And okay. he, by the way, never knew about what happened. Oh, that's the thing. Claudia cleaned it and it was clean. So no he harm, no foul. Out. He never found out. And good thing he doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, yeah. But I'm even sure. if he did, like, I, he wouldn't be upset if he, like, if we told him the story now, we're like, by the way, there was one sustained here and Claudia got out and it's gone. Then no oh, harm, no he foul. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. And so I guess I'm, I'm two for two with the stains. Two for two. No, I really recommend that Brunch Basics product. They are not even sponsored today. I just it's the laundry. It's like the oxy laundry. Oh, is it for laundry? Thing. Well, yeah, you could use it in laundry, but it's a stain remover too, and the back gives you the instructions on how to. I'm sorry, agitate. I'm actually three for three. I've stained something else. What? You know that pair of pajamas that I that I borrowed without asking the tie dye ones, the yellow ones. Yeah. yeah, I feel like if I tell you this, you're not going to want to wear them again. But they're completely clean. Okay, I'm listening. I, I got my period in them. <laughs> So yeah, no, that's the deal breaker for me. I'm not mad at you. But they're completely, but they're so super clean. I'm not mad at you. They're now yours. No, no, come on. I know you love them. I don't want to ruin them for you. I just got amazing pajamas from my sister who bought me a gift of pajamas. I did. I told you guys that I bought Jackie a gift and I actually really wanted to give it to you on the toast. Have you opened it? But they came on a Friday afternoon and I'm sorry, I wasn't waiting three days to have you open a package. I love them and now they're washed and I will wear them. And I also got a package of fresh pajamas from we are Sundays. Okay. I forget what the name is. Something with Sundays. In my Sundays, I think. I saw them from Shannon. Delicious pajamas. And also my favorite pajamas are Rach Parcel pajamas. Because you do love those. Love because they cinch at the ankle. Do you know where Rach Parcel is right now? St. Bart's. She sent me her itinerary. It all comes back to St. Bart's. It all comes back to Rach Parcel. That's true too. Now without further ado. Yeah, because we got work we, to we do. We actually have a lot to do today. So yeah. without further ado... Let's get into the fast five stories that you need to know. If you're an active toaster, you know that we love the reusable paper towels from Papaya. A quick refresher for anyone new is one reusable paper towel replaces 17 rolls of disposable. So can we just acknowledge how crazy that is? They each come with a cute little hook that you hang on your backsplash or by your sink. So when you have a mess, you just grab it off the hook, clean, 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 rinse it and hang it up for next time. So Ben is like the type of person where there's like a tiny spill. Oh, we need a whole roll. It's so wasteful. It's a, it's not economical either. So having these reusable paper towels, I find to be fabulous. So they really also don't get like gross or smelly, which I, I really like. It's a must have in your kitchen. So we're not going to go back to having these enormous packs of paper towels in our apartment. It's just not feasible. No. 
I absolutely love using my papayas in the kitchen. I just used one to clean up after a beef stew night. I literally use the same sheet to keep my, clean my counters, my stovetop, the table after we ate, the floor around the high chairs. I would have used an entire roll of paper towels to clean up the kitchen otherwise. Yeah. But with papaya, I just rinse it with a touch of soap and water and hang it back up, ready for next time. It's been a game changer to use as a mum with the kids. I also love to use it hack. After you wash berries, if you put the berries in a um. tin with the papaya the papaya will soak up all the, the water, water from the berries smart. it's so amazing if you want to give papaya a try or you already love them and just need a restock go to papayareusables.com and use code toast for 30 percent off the entire site that's p-a-p-a-y-a reusables r-e-u-s-a-b-l-e-s.com use code toast for 30 percent off also i have my papaya subscription on so each sheet will last me anywhere from three to six months and then my new ones just show up at my doorstep if you're an eco girly you can compost your old ones so it's zero waste and they have really cute patterns Patterns. so you can do like whatever aesthetic your kitchen is we love aesthetic kitchens today's episode is also brought to you by mcdonald's the toasters know a core value a core principle here at the toast is mcdonald's just as an institution as a of course you know fine dining restaurant we love mcdonald's there's never a bad time to have mcdonald's and so working with them as you know sponsors of the show is i think a goal and not actually just actually saying i feel like five years ago if you were to ask like what's a dream dream sponsor sponsor, it would have been mcdonald's um, there's nothing better than just getting home from a long day or running away from your kids in the middle of the day, headed to the drive through Just a moment of peace, a moment of solace, a, re, a re-energizing moment, a recharging moment before taking on the rest of the day. I love McDonald's. I, there's so many items on the menu that I love, but today we're here to talk about their burgers. We're super excited to partner with McDonald's to talk about their classic burgers, which are hotter, juicier, and tastier than ever before. So much so that the Hamburglar is back on the loose. We have nothing but empathy and respect for the Hamburglar, because how could you blame someone for trying to get themselves a Big Mac? After all, the McDonald's patties are cooked to juicy perfection, the cheese is perfectly melted, and the bun is pillowy. It's soft. It's golden. And Big Macs now have more special sauce in every bite. So we stand with the Hamburglar because these are McDonald's best classic burgers ever. Try McDonald's best burgers ever at a McDonald's near you. I just feel like this ad is kind of self-explanatory and too... To, to try and convince you further to go get one of the classic burgers from McDonald's would be an insult to your intelligence. So I'm not going to do that. Head over to your local McDonald's and have yourself a good time because you deserve it. We work hard. Today's episode is also brought to you by Jenny Kane. Honestly, perfect timing because for a lot of us, our New Year's resolution was to find a uniform that we're obsessed with. And Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through. Their staples make getting dressed easier than ever before. It's minimalist and effortless, but totally refined from luxurious cashmere sweaters, iconic accessories, and elevated versions of your everyday basics, not to mention the most incredible home essentials too. Jenny Kane is here to help you live your best year yet. And for a limited time, our listeners are going to get 15% off their first order when they go to JennyKane.com and use the code TOAST for that 15% off. I did a big haul of Jenny Kane at the end of last year. And I have to say, I feel like we were talking about this on the Patreon. We're in our eras of like investing in a few good key items, like not disposable clothing anymore. And Jenny Kane is my favorite place, especially for sweaters. They're made super well. You will have them forever. My first Jenny Kane I've had like for maybe three or four years now. And it looks brand new. And then I have a bunch of new sweaters that I just got. Love their home essentials. My couches are from Jenny Kane. She really has got it all. Jenny Kane's a type of brand where like you look at the website and you're just like, oh, I need the whole aesthetic for my entire life. And slowly but surely invest in a piece here, invest in a piece there. They've got candles, they've got slippers, they've got it all. But I really love their cashmere cardigans. Um, you won't regret it. And with our code 15% off, 
code toast at jennykane.com you really will just be like the most styling wildin living it up in the city type of girl they've also got great shoes the kitten heels officially back and their modern suede take on the kitten heel um is everything and and their black uh, blake boot which is if you want like a classic winter shoe jenny kane's just the type of brand where it's like if you need something and you want to invest in something good just go to jenny kane like it's stylish and you won't be like you'll be looking like cool classy trendy all of the above jenny kane k-a-y-n-e.com promo code toast Thank you. You're welcome. Our first story, Taylor Swift performed her first Sydney Eras Tour show. Sydney! Lots of news, lots of celebs in attendance, including Katy Perry and Rita Ora. Oh, oh my God. I kind of had like a crazy busy morning. I don't know if I told you. I got to go to bed till two in the morning because I was so excited about my trip to St. Bart's. And so I woke up like in a mood and late and I didn't even do my hair and I just like made a coffee and came to the studio. So I didn't even get, I saw one thing from her show last night, which is that she brought out Sabrina Carpenter for a surprise song to sing White Horse. And they did this like really pretty harmony. Really pretty. Katy Perry was there. By the way, love. Rita Ora was there. As, Why are they in Australia? I do not know. They were also like there together. It was like just like a pop star co- convention. I'm obsessed. Don't forget that Bad Blood is about no. Katy Perry. I so know. everyone was filming her while the song was playing. Katie, and what was her reaction? She was like singing along, nodding her head. And then she posted a carousel from the evening and included a video of Bad Blood. Do you think it's possible that Katy Perry like doesn't know that song's about her? No, because okay. I think her including in her carousel was like her taking the sting out. Yeah. I love that these two like buried the hatchet when they did, but we never got like any sort of follow-up to it. I was like, I wonder if they are still friends. And so- Katy Perry's caption on the slideshow was like got to see an old friend shine tonight no i'm obsessed this is so cute love 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 like die travis was there at the show in the in the tent behind oh my god, Katy I Perry. All of this my god yeah you didn't watch liz wood's stories this morning and no. it shows oh my god by the way i think I feel like an integral part of me being prepared for this show is watching liz wood's stories yeah throughout the day no especially when i wake up yeah oh i always miss it when i wake up and then later in the day i watch it and i'm like oh that's what claudia was talking about and I feel like I'm the type of person who like really can't be influenced. Like I have my opinions and they are mine, but hers like her like thoughts like definitely form my opinions. No, and I finished Love is Blind last night and we're going to talk about it at the end of the show. And I have the way, so last, I need to save my Love is Blind thoughts, but the best part of finishing the show was getting to go on Twitter and see the memes. That's the best part of finishing any show, but yes. And then Zach was like, what did you think? And I started talking about my thoughts. Claudia, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard <laughs> for myself. <laughs> Best like feeling. finally getting to like say all my jokes yeah, like you've been oh my god you he, have been like really you've been silenced he thought I took like I was acting like I took an edible Crazy that's pill. how hard I was laughing just from like the the memes and my own thoughts that's, like, like so cute oh my god I was having the best time <laughs> love it um anyway she posted something on her stories about love is blind that I felt in my soul right. by the way Travis was in the tent the tent with everyone yeah and oh my god i like, need to see this kind of like back behind Katy perry and well, he's really tall he needs to be in the back he was waiting for her and they kiss but it's just as liz said like it, it's once we've seen them kiss in hd like it's not as big of a deal to see them kissing from like 300 feet away okay i feel like i cannot properly do my job like just give me one second rita aura she also changed the lyric to guy on the chiefs again she did oh my god wait you guys it's weird for you to like be telling me news about it Taylor. It is weird, but I also feel like none of this is like really the craziest things I've ever heard. No, no, What no, is not. crazy is that a member of Blink-182 went to the show with his wife because I guess Blink-182 is touring in Australia. Oh, that is crazy. And 
Courtney's there with P and she didn't go to the show nor did Travis. Oh, you know Penelope was begging her mother. And the guy from Blink-182, Mark, took a selfie with Taylor Swift. Like they went backstage, I think, and they saw her and... Wait, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's... Oh yeah, I see, I see them. Oh, Baz Luhrmann was there, creator of the Elvis movie. Oh yeah, he was there. Wow, I'm sorry. I'm just catching up. I'm so lame. No, it's fine. That's what the show, the toast is here for. Oh my God. Okay. And I think she's saying how you get the girl. Yeah, she did how you get the girl and then um, White Horse and Coney Island like medley. She's loving the medleys. Yeah, she is. I love Coney Island. It's very Mr. Shoe. It's giving mashup week and the Glee Club. I just want to say, I saw a bit of fake news today that people that circulated, I think, to like clown on something that I actually made me sad to find out it wasn't true. Okay. That there is going to be a Glee reboot and James Corden will be playing Mr. Shoe. A perfect casting has never been more perfect. I actually disagree, but... No, but it's supposed to be like peak annoying. And and peak annoying and musical. James Corden is extremely musical. He would be an amazing Mr. Shoe. I like James Corden. Like, I'm I'm over the... And Mr. Shoe is meant to be like an over-enthusiastic teacher. He's trying to get these delinquents to care about music. Oh my God, you just reminded me of something. Remember I've been keeping you abreast on Nara Smith? Yeah. She's canceled. They found out, you guys. (laughs) She's Mormon. They're like, she's a trad wife Mormon girl. Like, okay, calm down. That's literally like. Why is she canceled? She's really canceled? No, but they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I found out. Like everyone's mad that she's Mormon. Oh, they're mad. What's wrong with being Mormon? Nothing. Literally, like. That's crazy. I know, but that wasn't, I found out Nara was Mormon. And also not in Congress with her content. No, and she literally, she's not trying to convert people. She just like posted that somebody asked for her morning routine and she reads her scripture in the morning. How sweet is that? That's sweet. Yeah. Leave Nara alone. Yeah. So that was the Eras tour last night. She didn't say Sydney, but the ch- the crowd chanted it. So Taylor Nation posted um, encouraging people during uh, Blank Space to do Sydney. And she nodded, like she yeah. acknowledged it and she liked it, but she didn't say it herself. No, it's an, it's from the 1989. It's part of Swifty lore, but it's not a part of, actually she was in the 1989 era. Like why couldn't she? I feel like she should have. It wouldn't, yeah me too, it's like funny. Yeah. And it's like a really viral trend on TikTok too. Yeah. So maybe tonight, but probably not. Well, I can't believe I missed all of this. Love the Katy Perry. Like Rita Ora is me as a famous person. Like everywhere, all at once, but like not really ever like putting anything out or being successful. Do you know what I mean? But the few things she puts out are wonderfully successful. Yeah, no, I like I like her. I do, but like, what does she do? I don't know. I like. She's like on the Masked Singer sometimes. The Masked Singer Australia. She has good songs. She has good songs, but she's not like a person who's like. We wait for her music to drop. No, but she uses it. But if you see her name on a song, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Sing me one of her songs. Um, what's her most favorite song? And why? Oh, she's, oh, she's on Black Widow, right? What's that? I'm gonna love you until you hate me. Oh yeah, now yeah, that's so classic. Show, show them what? Show them what? How what are you gonna, gonna break me? me? It's Iggy Azalea too. I don't know like who gets the credit for it. I feel yeah. like it's more so Iggy Azalea. No, I like that for her. The top five for Rita Ora are songs I don't know right now. Right. But I just know that I know so many Rita Ora songs and I like them. Dana said she came up empty handed. Say, yeah. watch the movie. Yeah. Do the work. Just kidding, Dana. I love you. She said, I'm about to buy the script for $24. Perfect. 
perfect I'll Venmo you half I'll Venmo her the other half I'm cracking up so yeah let's move on let's move on but love this night in Australia PETA did come for Travis and Taylor as predicted by the totes like shaming them for going to a zoo once again PETA like wrong tree Mm -hmm. wrong you're barking up the wrong tree pain yeah I I kind of love that nobody takes PETA seriously anymore yeah I feel like we were kind of integral in that yeah they did it to themselves they shot themselves in the foot our next story, Bravo drama, because Brandy oh Glanville has accused Yandy Cohen of sexual harassment, inviting her to watch him have sex with a Bravo star. So Brandy Glanville is accusing Bravo head honcho Andy Cohen of sexually harassing her, according to a scathing letter her attorney sent to NBC, Shed Media, and Warner Brothers that was obtained by page six. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum claims that Andy sent her a video in 2022 in which he appeared obviously inebriated. He allegedly boasted in the clip that he wanted to sleep with another Bravo star while thinking of Glanville per the letter and invited Brandy to watch him engage in the sexual act via FaceTime. The identity of the star that the that he allegedly wanted to hook up with was not disclosed in the letter. Uh, the letter says Mr. Cohen was Mrs. Glan- Miss Glanville's boss at the time and exercised complete and total control over her career. This was an extraordinary abuse of power that left Miss Glanville fe- feeling trapped and disgusted. It is inconceivable that Mr. Cohen remains in his post in spite of this behavior and harkens back to the bad old days of Matt Lauer and NBC News when profits were prioritized over people. Now, I'm really curious if this will have any sort of impact on Andy's career because I think the way a lot of people see this is like Brandy Glanville um was ousted from Bravo completely after the most recent incident on um the ultimate girls trip that she filmed with Caroline Manzo she what she was being accused of sexual harassment because she tried to kiss Caroline Manzo I think Brandy sees it as like we were literally just having fun it was like so not serious and Brandy I mean and Caroline Manzo sees it as like literally somebody attacked me so I think a lot of people feel like this is Brandy like trying to get back at Bravo for like, oh, you're gonna paint me as a sexual harasser? Well, I have this video. Now, Andy did release a statement, like a tweet. Let me see, it just, it says, the video shows Kate Chastain and I very clearly joking to Brandy. It was absolutely meant in jest and Brandy's response clearly communicated she was in on the joke. That said, it was totally inappropriate and I apologize. So I actually feel like Andy's um, tweet like perfectly encapsulates, like it was a beyond, like I feel like Andy does sometimes forget that like he is this powerful, person with the housewives like mm-hmm. he is their boss they're all like bending over backwards to make him happy I um, mean he definitely can get away with a lot of it because he's like famous and he's gay and he's not like a real sexual threat because he's gay so he definitely gets away with a lot but like it really is when you think about it like beyond inappropriate yeah however um I don't think this will stick also because like it does and I'm sh- and and he said you can tell by um Brandy's response I'm sure Brandy responded like in jest at the time but you could say that that was because she was worried about her position i think what brandy's accusing andy of is exactly what has happened to brandy right and she's i think she has every right to do so and she's not wrong in saying like you are my boss and no i'm not gonna and by the way not play along because that could affect my career if you didn't know any of these people and you read like the lawsuit like you would you would say this is like a textbook case of sexual Like her, you didn't know that Andy was gay. You didn't know these people were famous. You didn't know Brandy's persona up until this point. You just read the text message and the lawsuit. Like, yeah, what her lawyer said is like 100% factual. Context like is key. Do I think like Brandy felt in that moment like she was being taken? In? No, like I think Brandy like knows the, the score with Andy. Um, but I feel like she's definitely like punching back yeah. at the network because she's now, she's been painted as like this sort of like predator. Yeah. Yeah, she By has the network. It. I also think that nothing, none of these accusations are like 
things are sticking to Bravo. No, they're not. Or to Andy. But I I could see a future where it does. Like, I feel like Andy's behavior, if an, like, I feel like... It, he gets away with a lot. He gets away with a lot in, the, in what is a workplace. Yeah, for us, it seems like a fun workplace. But like, he does play favorites mm-hmm. and he does make jokes. And that kind of stuff like doesn't fly in today's workplace culture. No, it doesn't. But, and people don't really realize this they just see andy and they think that he's like the boss of the network he actually did something really really smart many years ago he is not in charge of casting he's actually like not a boss he's not the housewives boss he is a he himself is talent he works i think he just did a when i read his his first diaries book he was talking about it so that was a like six seven years ago he his job is with Embassy Row, and he has like a production deal with with yeah, NBC he's, Universal. He's just like talent too now, but but I'm saying not in like a in the courts could like you know the like they can't. He's actually not, not their with boss. Like HR, but I'm saying like in the court of like public opinion, yes. like because he is the face, face of Bravo, and he does have, you know, he he runs the reunion, and, the, and when people like you want to feel like he likes you, yeah, of course, you, he definitely has influence, yeah. So I don't know. I just I feel like he's always like drinking, going out with different cast members and playing favorites. And I could just see like, you know, I think he should scale back on on that. But I also think he's like not going to be doing this job forever. Like and I do I think a lot about like what the future of Bravo looks like without Andy, because this is like obviously his whole shtick, but it can exist without him. But there's still like the Watch Robins Live element. Like who when the time come, like who is Andy's replacement? And when, when will that time be? Will he go out on his own? Or will like this amalgamation of little scandals over the years surmounting like one big New York Times article to end it all? Yeah, like, no, I don't, I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I just, I do feel like he's put himself in this position where, because he's gotten like so close with people and there also is a work relationship where he does have power that like, he's, op- he's vulnerable. Yes, definitely, definitely. I, but I, I, I have to imagine he thinks of that, like... I don't think he thinks he's untouchable. I think he's just been like having fun. Yes, yes. But who do you think but is like his... Viewed through the wrong lens, like it's nefarious. Literally this lens... This lens is incredibly nefarious. For sure. Who do you think is Andy's replacement when the time comes? Well, the thing is with like networks and things like this is they never just choose someone. They try That's out true. a lot of different people. You're going to host this and, and they're going to host caring. that. And then we hate everyone and then it just... we irrelevant period i think that they should make a decisive choice i think they should that, like start training someone but that they won't they won't yeah but in your ideal scenario like who is it is it a former bravo liberty is it a podcaster there's so many like famous like, uh, I, like jerry o'connell could be a good a good one i feel like it needs to be someone gay if it's going to be a man okay and i'm like also not into like the straight men taking over bravo like can we have something okay Someone Jewish for, for the shtick. Oh, I would love that. Josh Peck, Ben Soffer, the good guys. Totally, but like they know nothing. Like I, for someone who comes to mind for me always is like Danny Pellegrino. Someone with like, you need to have extensive Bravo That's knowledge. That's true. So somebody who's been watching forever. I don't follow him, so I don't know his personality. He's a great interviewer. But That's he's true. But he himself, like, and what I think what makes him a great interviewer is like, and Andy, I think, struggles with this. Like, Andy himself is talent. And he, like, struggles to, like, let someone else, like, shine. He also is, like, a star. Danny Pellegrino is very good about, like, I'm going to interview you. Like, I'm not talking. I'm listening. Yeah. 
So you need someone who says he have good takes. I guess you don't need takes if you're just going to be the referee. Yeah, he's just like kind of a pop culture. I don't know why I always think of him, but what? Who do people think? I would love sound off in the comments like your ideas. Like, who do you think would make the best replacement for Andy? That time is coming. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's like tomorrow or in five years, but like there is going to be a time where Bravo and the shows will still exist without Andy. Mm -hmm. I'm so curious what that looks like. Could be a woman. It could. Who? Heather McDonald. Heather, a lot of people thought for a while there was like rumors that they were grooming Craig Conover to take over for Andy. Andy did address it because it got like to be such a rumor. He was like, that's literally not true. I don't think Craig would want to do that. I don't. I also don't think that's a good idea. No, but I, I think Craig would be like, why? Yeah. I think about that often. Well, are you ready for our next story? Yes. Some TV news mm-hmm. adjacent because Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia and aphasia. So sad. Yeah, her team announced on Thursday morning that she has been diagnosed with those things. As Wendy's fans are aware in the past that she has been open with the public about her mental health struggles with Graves' disease and lymphedemia, lymphedema, as well as other significant challenges related to her health. The press release said that she underwent a battery of tests in 2023 after memory started to fail and she began to lose words and act erratically. I honestly feel like this diagnosis like really tracks because if you're following her journey, it feels like all at once, like it all just went downhill. She went from being like a successful, you know, top of her game. She could sling words like it was nobody's business to almost overnight, like things appear to be so different that we didn't hear from her. So this is so, so, so sad, especially for someone who is so sharp, like yeah. really like cutting. Yeah. Um, this is really sad. Like, I, I have a very soft spot in my heart for Wendy Williams. Me too. And I just hope that she put out that documentary. It's clear that there are nefarious actors yeah, because in if her you're, midst. Yeah, she shouldn't have put out that documentary, but I think she needs some money. Yeah, and I hope that she has the, like, support and just, like, true people around her yeah. so that the, she can be as comfortable as possible right now. Yeah, because her ex-husband was nefarious. Yeah. So, like... You, when they were married and then even after like stealing from her like you're right I feel the fact that we got a documentary like a month ago and now we have this big news it's like what was that documentary it seems like a cash grab yeah it gives me a pit well it, that certainly but I just hope at least that they grab the cash and they're it's using, using it for Wendy's benefit and Wendy's benefit only. only no it's so true the whole situation gives me such a pit mm-hmm I just hope she has like at least one person like looking out for her, acting in her best interest, and and that person even has a, the their hands on the levers of control to be able to get her what she needs. Right, because she's also with her own money. money. She's in a conservatorship, correct? Yeah, but it's like no. So and it's like who's in charge of it? It's like Wells. It's not a conservatorship. It's a um like a, like a trust. Yeah, her money is like in a guardianship, a court ordered guardianship. Um, but it. I had read somewhere it was like Wells Fargo is like in charge right. of Well, it. that's not bad. No, but they're saying, the family was saying that it's like the, that guardian is being nefarious. Mm, I don't know. Wells Fargo seems legit. I don't know. I, this I, whole situation is just so sad. Like I really love Wendy. As a fellow woman in media, she's really a trailblazer. Yeah, she is. Big time. Yeah. And I know I always, I literally can't talk about Wendy Williams without talking about this moronic Lifetime movie she did about her life where like it was like some of the worst acting and production I've ever seen in my life. But I learned a lot about her journey. Mm-hmm. She really is impressive. Like she just started this little radio show and ended up on TV five days a week. Like it's a dream. Yeah. It's a dream. Really wishing, like sending her such well wishes. Seriously. Are you ready for our next story? Is it our fourth? It's our fourth. 
Is it our fourth that's brought to you by Hatch? Okay, so as we were speaking about earlier in the week, like the most important outlet next to our bed is always gonna be plugged into the hatch. We've been having, you know, sleep troubles most of our lives. And Jackie just added to the list of things she told me to do that would help me feel better in the mornings, feel better at night. And I didn't listen until I got the hatch for free because they started sponsoring the show and it changed my life. It changed my life, just added to the list. What I like about the hatch, a lot of people have trouble falling asleep. For me, I have trouble waking up. And the way that the hatch wakes you up to me is like the most civilized, humane way to wake someone up. They use light and sound. And it's not like a crazy, ah! like it's so peaceful. peaceful. It's so civilized. It's progressive. It starts off slow and you don't even realize you're waking up until you're up. It literally changed my mornings that I now have like a full morning routine and it started with the hatch. The hatch restore is a device that teaches your body when it's time to sleep or time to wake up with nighttime and morning routines so you can prioritize rest. With Hatch Plus, you can access exclusive content like Pillow Talk, which is a new audio series designed to entertain you to sleep. Pillow Talk helps you wind down with the types of TV shows that you love from true crime to sports, but without the screens that hurt healthy rest. A lot of people love to fall asleep to TV because of the sound they find comfort in it. It's actually really bad for your your eyes and the, the light from the TV actually keeps you up. So Hatch is just doing that without the blue light. You're just listening. You don't feel alone. A lot of people do it to reduce anxiety. I totally get it. And that's what I really like about Hatch Plus. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off their purchase of a Hatch Restore and free shipping at hatch.co slash toast. Visit hatch.co slash toast to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash toast. Today's episode is brought to you by Taylor Firms. Farms. The chopped salad kits from Taylor Farms deliver the freshest, best tasting salads to eat at home or on the go across North America. Taylor Farms is a family owned company, so we love, and they're on a mission to create healthy lives through fresh, delicious food. Now, Taylor Farms is salad in a bag. And I know you're going to think we all have our, our judgment salad in a bag when you grossy. think of it. Josie, gross. You think not fresh. You think brown lettuce. You think bad ingredients. Not Taylor Farms. They are literally giving salad in a bag a whole new meaning. First of all, it's so fresh. I love, like, the lettuce is crisp. Like, you could crunch it. And it's so chopped. Uh, that's the best part too. It's like really like I love a chop, 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 like chop salad. I want take, it to look like mulch. If you take your Taylor Farms, put it in a big bowl, you are a Kardashian eating a salad. And then I like to like make some grilled chicken. I'll always like, like throw some turkey in there, like a nice protein. It's such a good meal and it's so easy to make. Also, salads are very personal. All the ingredients in the bags come like separately packaged. So if one day you don't want the croutons, for me, you know, I'm like weird about dressing. Everybody's so different. You can personalize it because what's more personal than comedy? Salads. Also, the other night I made the Mediterranean chopped with added a piece of grilled salmon. 10 out of 10 meal. Love that. Like, I'm, I'm boring. Like I like to do a Caesar. Yeah. Every now and then I get a little crazy. Maybe I'll do citrus. Ooh. But it's it's really nice what they've got going on. Mm -hmm. So purchase Taylor Farms chopped salad kits wherever you like to shop. It's available at all major grocery stores. Yeah. We, yeah. Everywhere. I don't even need to tell you a specific store because they're available everywhere. It's the Taylor Farms chopped salad kits. Find a flavor, uh, a design that works for you. And today's episode is also brought to you by Teeny Lux. I was speaking recently on the pod about not wearing earrings because I hate how aware I am that yeah. they are on. The founder of Teeny Lux is a toaster, so she reached out saying, can we send you some earrings? I promise these will be the most comfortable earrings you've ever tried. You won't even notice them. For the first time ever, I honestly forgot I was wearing earrings. I don't even feel them. Their founder started this brand because she also had super sensitive ears and nothing was working for her. They make all of their earrings with pure titanium. They use titanium because it's non-allergenic metal that's safe for the body and super lightweight. If you've ever had problems wearing earrings, you need to try these. Teeny Lux, great for the ears. They're also super cute. Visit Teeny Lux and use 
teenylux.com and use code toast at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That's T-I-N-I-L-U-X.com. Use code toast for 20% off your first order. I feel like if you have a teenager, like a young daughter who... um just got her ears parsed. Teeny Lux is a great brand too because your ears are so sensitive when you're young and especially when you just get your ears parsed. Yeah. Um, so I would really recommend it for that. But also they just have like really cute designs. So even if your ears are like not super sensitive, mine are, mine are not. Like it's I, just a great earring. I could literally put a piece of duty in my ear and like it, I wouldn't get infected. That is so crazy to me. I have the craziest, like toughest ears. I have like- But the, I just like the the styles the at Teeny Lux. The worst textbook case of like- Yeah, you do. It needs to be made right or else my ear like- is going to blow up. So it's T-D-L-U-X, T-I-N-I-L-U-X. Dot com, code toast. Our next story is a bit of food news because KFC have dropped a chizza nationwide, which Excuse me? combines Let pe- me think. pizza and churro and fried chicken for an unexpected oh, mashup. Look at the picture. Disgusting. It's That's fucking disgusting. Fried chicken is the dough. Sauce cheese on top. Is that pepperoni too? It is pepperoni too. KFC has announced the Chizza, a menu item previously introduced internationally that combines the names and flavors of both food dishes of of pizza and chicken. No, I'm like so you all guys, about these are dark times. food ingenuity. Me too. And I feel like whenever we have food news, even if it's not for me, like I will support it. And I don't like to yuck people's yums, but this is a yuck. No, and this is also like one of these. I'm sorry, you're dead on the floor. Like, I, you know, Panera's facing a lawsuit because of their charged lemonade, like killed people. One bite of this cheese, your artery is clogged and you're dead. Like, it's literally the most, it's fried chicken, pepperoni, cheese. That's insane. And it, it just like makes you think, are they trying to kill us? No, it definitely makes you think. Because I feel like fast food started, and there's so many great things about fast food in general. And like, it's so tasty and we love it and it's convenient, it's affordable, but like, are you trying to kill us? No, it's giving clogged artery. It's giving it's giving bad bad news bears. And like why can't two things just be separate? It's giving Mr. Shoe. It's giving mashup. It's giving mashup week at the Glee Club. But but I love a mashup and I do not like this. I love a mashup too. What do you think is the best mashup of all time because I have my answer? Oh, DJ Earworm. Oh. The king of mashups. Yeah. But I meant like two songs. Two songs is one. Or three, three songs, not 55. Okay, um, like I wasn't prepared for this question like you clearly are. Yeah, I am. Um, it's Enchanted X Wildest Dreams. Like I think it's from the 1989 tour. It's like a seven minute song. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. And it's like just empowering. Interesting. You know what else was a good mashup I heard once? Tell. Oh. Toxic X Look What You Made Me Do. Love, where'd it you hear it? It played in a soul cycle mm. and it made me love Look What You Made Me Do. Mm. And now I still love it. Mm. You know what made me love Look What You Made Me Do? The Eras tour. It was never a song I really liked. Like I respected like what it need, what how she needed it and how she used it for her comeback, like all that. But from a musical standpoint, like I actually really didn't like it. Um, but I thought the performance of it on tour is so good. And I'm like, oh, you know, actually, this is a good song. Mm. Um, so those were the five stories. You needed to know every single one. I no, 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 no. It's not the five stories. The fifth and final story. Oh, oh, oh. I, I can still use my iPad, but it's a bit of love is blind news that will okay, lead wait, into so, another re- recap. Okay, I figured out the, the Amy Schumer, and it honestly like. It didn't hit in the way that I needed it to. It's like not what I thought, but it's right. Okay. They launched a diffusion line at Target. Okay. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Our fifth and final story. Our fifth and final story is Love is Blind news because Jeremy from Love is Blind of Laura and Jeremy has been... Um, accused as being engaged when he applied to the show so a woman has come forward claiming that love is blind star german jeremy jeremy 
Lutinsky ended their engagement in 2022 in order to go on the hit Netflix series. Brittany McLiberty made the accusation underneath her new fiance's, Inst- Laura's Instagram post mm. on Thursday night, suggesting that the pair even lived together b- before their split, saying, quote, did he ever tell you about his ex-fiance from right before you? Surely not. Or the house we sold a week or two before he finished filming, before he filmed for this show. Right, he talked about the house. He was like, I used to own a house. And I guess it's like kind of weird. Like, why would you sell your house? Like, he's like, well, I wanted to sell my house at my next house I would buy with my with my future wife. But no, it's because you broke up with your fiance and you had a house together. Right. So, okay. And then I saw a picture of him and a woman and a child, like there's child. also a kid. And I guess that's his ex-fiance. However, I was doing some digging last night and it seems as though this show was filmed in August okay. of this year. Just because I was stalking Jess and that's when there was a jump from like July to September. Wait, remember when they went to Clay's house and he had a mood board for the year? Yeah. What year was that? I feel like it was... I feel like it was 23. Okay. But no, I didn't see it, but that's... Did you see him having the TikTok logo on his mood board? No. Oh my God. Yeah. Me and Ben thought that was weird. <laughs> oh my God, no. I, so all these little things, like I don't <laughs> yeah. know about them yet. So if they filmed this in August, and I don't know why you had said October. I thought you said they filmed this in October. No, I never said that. Stop. Like, and also putting, the way Stop that, putting words in my mouth. The way that they're talking, because a lot of these characters talk in TikTok. Yes. They're speaking in 2023 TikTok. It's giving, and not me and you wearing the same shirt. No, by so, the way, that's like, people have been talking that way for like two years, three years. Oh, I guess we've been saying like it's giving. Yeah, for a yeah. while. Okay. But I feel like it was filmed in August. But that's just based on like my amateur Vibes. research. Because if they broke up in 2022 and they sold their house in July, like maybe they broke up. It took them a while to sell, sell their the house. house. So that's why like, uh, honestly, Trevor, it's not giving smoking gun. No, Trevor has also been accused of having a girlfriend during the process. Um, and she came with screenshots of text messages Trevor had sent her while he was literally like leaving the pods, like when he got his phone back talking about Chelsea. Yeah, in general though, when people are like, we were together when he went on the show, like, I don't care. <laughs> no, and also I feel like historically it's like been such a thirsty thing to do, like going to People Magazine being like, I knew The Bachelor before and we did. Like, I, I don't know why it gives, it never like makes me really think differently of that person. It doesn't either, even though obviously Jeremy is a scoundrel, but just because, even if he like had a fiance and they broke up and he applied for the show, maybe they were living together because they couldn't sell their house, but they weren't like still together. Giving Tom and when, Ariana. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of plausible deniability here. And even if say like he was, he broke up with this girl to go on the show. I don't know. Like for some reason that just like doesn't do it for me. I agree. Let's recap the actual show because I would love your thoughts on everyone. Okay. I think we just go couple by couple and like where they're at starting with Johnny and Amy. They're always the people I go to first because they were the first to get engaged. And like, honestly, with the recent episodes, my opinion on them changed the most. Okay, Johnny and Amy, this is what I got from Liz Woods' story when she was like, it's so great to practice safe sex and like have these conversations and, you know, worry about being safe, being safe, but like relax. No, no. Have you ever heard of a condom? She said that he doesn't trust condoms enough. He He's obviously like kind of has some sort of trauma. I think from the way that he was uh, saying it, not trauma, yeah, but yeah, yeah. from the, what I got from him is that, I think, I don't even know if he said this or he was just saying like that he grew up poor and he doesn't want that for his children. Yeah, and so he's like a little nuts about not having kids until he feels like he's financially financially stable. But they were also saying that both of them are in a place where they can buy a house right now. And I understand like if you buy a house, then that takes, drains your finances and maybe you won't have as much for your child. But like, it's not as if they both are like on the street. So financially unstable. Yeah. And so you have this person that you love and you want to marry them and 
you like are so scared about accidentally getting pregnant it, it, relax you know and like there's something more there and she said like I didn't realize it was this big of a deal to him and him like wanting her to go on birth control when she's never been on it in her life and now was in a serious she's engaged and now she's gonna go right, on birth that's control what I said yesterday because her man's is so scared of like getting pregnant a year before he's ready yeah no and he kept saying like I know it's not on the woman like I'll get a vasectomy first of all like he's just making her feel bad like the reason they're not having sex is because like every girl I've known has ever always been on birth control so it's never been an issue he's like putting it on her even though he's saying I'm not putting it on you like I could do something too no but it's so bizarre you can use a condom and by the way birth control is like a relatively new phenomenon like people have been like avoiding pregnancies for for many years but also like a condom works 99% of the time unless it breaks which you can check to see if your condom broke and if your condom broke like you can take Take plan B. B no and it's like it's just like really really crazy yeah it's really crazy like to the point of concern beyond red flag so this was like the first time and I I had felt in the honeymoon like he definitely likes her more than she likes him and I could see her saying no but for me they were like the couple who were like one of the most promising of getting married this whole thing is weird and these last three episodes were the first time I was like oh they're definitely not getting married I actually could see a world and I'm sorry for repeating myself because I said this all yesterday I could see a world in which this season nobody gets married yeah let's talk through every couple but i would say for them they're not gonna get married let's do clay and ad like having that weird fight in front of his mom and the sister who was like being very um like she was asking questions that felt really targeted and like condescending to ad she was asking serious questions i appreciated it and then it gave us insight into this dynamic where she kind of doesn't work and no that's not fair no, no, or she's not back to work yet she's not back to work yet okay because then when the mom was like, what did you do today? And she's like, I didn't have a lot going on. Like, and I went to the gym. It's like, at least make something up about yeah, like, your yeah. day. Because that's just a bad look, especially when he's working so hard. Like right. waking up at 6 a.m. to get the jet ski running for the renters. In Lake Norman. That's where people told us we should get our house. Lake Norman. We should contact Clay. He obviously is in the real estate business. Yeah. So that was a weird dynamic. Clay's like a hustler. He has, owns his own house. He's up. It is weird. Um, and me and Ben were arguing about this yesterday that he's like not sleeping at home. And Ben's like, well, he literally has to work. So like, and I get it. And he was like, I'm, Ben was like, you know, he met this girl three weeks ago. Like he's not going to throw his whole career out the window. But at the same time, like this is your fiance. And I think also the the fact of them living in these houses that neither of them actually live in is causing issues in their real life because it's like, if I have to drive all the way over there, it doesn't make sense for me to sleep in this random house. random ass place when I have a place here that's more convenient. So I think he's probably like sleeping at his... So this is kind of po- posing an issue. And I think it was also an issue with other people. Yes, this, these, these random townhouses. I don't yeah. know why. And they, they do a part of the show, which I like when you go and see everyone's house and they decide like, oh, we would live in this place together. Why they don't, just live in this place together. But I also think for some couples, this place is better for than where they're going to move, where they won't have the space. Yeah. Like some people have houses that they're going to move into. Wonderful. Yeah, but like with Jimmy and Chelsea, she has a roommate, so they have to live in Jimmy's studio. A studio when for he two works people. from home and he's yeah. on calls all day. Like, I'm sure they're loving the townhouse. Yeah, yeah, that's even actually really true. Even though they both true. like threatened, and so even though he went to his place one night. Okay, so should we switch to Jimmy and Chelsea? Or so anything else you want to say about Clay? and Clay, yeah, I don't know if they are going to get married um having the fight in front of the mother was really weird Mm -hmm. really weird yeah and I just felt like they were being condescending to her career like she she said like she works in bottle service but like she would love to do real estate full-time and so she's like doing a side hustle until like I think that's admirable and just she obviously took a leave of absence from her job for this show show um 
And she, her not being back at work yet, like, is nice. Like, I, like, I feel, I feel like they were just being condescending. Like, I didn't like that. Like, Clay, no, like, Clay owns his business, so everybody else is a piece of shit because your son, like, accomplished something. That was the vibe I got. That's not the vibe I got. And if she's off, like, I think she's a hard worker, and she obviously, she works multiple jobs, but, you know, she's gonna rag on him for, like, working too much when she's, you know, mulling around the house. Yeah. It's a, it's not a great dynamic, but it's not permanent whatsoever. It'll be gone in one week. Yeah. And also, I just felt like it was a conversation they should have had, like, just the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Not with, like, the, you know, the sister with the black lip liner getting involved. Yeah. And to have a fight, like, in front of the mother, it's, like, it's weird. It's not putting your it's, best foot forward. And the first time you're meeting. Yeah, but it's also, like, there's, like, a referee there. So you're not even, like, fighting how you normally would. But it's you're also, also having to put your best foot forward. It's also not fair fighting because it's his mom. No, but she kind of took... AD side anyway being like you have to work but you also need to make she, I guess she kind of played both sides yeah it was giving both sides yeah um okay Jimmy and Chelsea what I said yesterday was I found like these most three episodes to be like kind of confusing because on the honeymoon I was like oh my god he is figuring out an exit plan he's gonna get a parachute and jump out of the plane and these last three episodes aside from like their big fight I actually was getting the vibe that he was really into her I don't know like he yeah. says one thing <laughs> And I'm just like, what is going on in this man's head? But like, he doesn't deviate from this thing that he's saying. No, he hasn't left. He, he hasn't loves up with her, her and that he's happy. She is sabotaging the relationship. She is so needy. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and when she kept saying, you didn't kiss me yesterday. And it turns out he kissed he her three times. Yep. And then she like kept harping on, you didn't kiss me. Like, stop it. No, and Ben was like, made a good point. And didn't they also have sex that day? Yeah. <laughs> like... No, it's too much. And like her, him calling her clingy, like, which is kind of an unkind word, but not untrue. No, not untrue. One of the most shocking parts of the episode was that who Jimmy decided to, you know, introduce her to was his two friends who are both girls who he's known for two years. How are they all so close in two years? And why doesn't, hasn't he dated one of them? And what I had said on yesterday's podcast with Ben is, you know, it's a red flag. You don't have any friends like who you've known for more than two years and the two that you bring are girls. You have to keep in mind, um, they the might show. Be, Yeah, like his, These are the girls who will, these are his friends who and were down who wanted to, who were open to filming. And I could see that because they were perfect and they knew what questions asked yeah. and understood the process. Agreed. So that didn't, wasn't a red flag to me, but yeah, it is kind of weird to have like super close girlfriends like that. And some of the, the toasters were hypothesizing because everybody's like literally studying every frame of the preview coming up. Like, so a lot of people appear, it appears to be, because they th they show three weddings. So we have five couples. Well, now we have four. And with Jeremy and Ashley, I don't believe they're, Jeremy and Ashley, what's her name? Jeremy and Laura. They're not going to make it to They're the not going to make it. Because they just fucking cheated on her. And they keep showing three brides, three weddings. Okay. But Chelsea is a picture of her. And I think she's in the bridal shop. So that's what everyone has surmised as well. Yeah. So there might only be two weddings, Clay and Johnny. Right, because that's I don't all think, they showed us. And I don't think either of them. I don't think either of them should get married. I think this would be the first time where nobody gets married. And I think that's okay. I feel like Netflix is always trying to make at least one. Like, I don't think we need in yeah. order for it to be successful. Yeah, but in these episodes, Jess came back and graced oh. our screens. And the way I'm, I haven't fallen for a reality TV star in so long. Yeah, I Followed her. her on Instagram. I was so, I needed to get to the end of the episodes because I didn't want to see her Instagram and have anything spoiled. spoiled. So I went down like a whole rabbit hole. And I also, where I wanted to go, I wanted to go to where, when, when the show was filmed. I wanted to see what Jimmy saw of hers and what she saw of Jimmy's. Because now, at first I was disappointed when you said that like she's still obsessed with him. But then I put myself in her shoes and she like, she doesn't his, know him like we do yet. She loved his personality. She had the best time. And then she goes home and she sees his Instagram. I looked at his pictures from July. He's cute. And it's 
okay, it was a handsome man I was talking to. Normal. Normal. He's got pictures with his buddies. Good job. He has you, a nice apartment. Like You could see yourself in his life. And it's like, I could see still being obsessed with the person that I was obsessed with. When I, For sure. When it turns out like they were handsome all along. No, and she got no closure. Like she has to finish the loop. I do think she will, if, if, if I don't know if this is how it's going to go, if they meet and talk and like, even if they start dating a little bit, like I do think she would see that this is not the guy for her. Agreed. I don't think he's man enough for her. Also, I found Chelsea's been doing some interviews and I'm finding some inconsistencies in the things that she's saying. Do you share? Because she said somewhere that she like had no clue what Jimmy was going to look like and that he didn't look like what she expected, whatever that would have been. But then she also said on Entertainment Tonight, they were talking about the Megan Fox thing, of course. And she said they didn't show, but Jimmy told me his celebrity doppelganger is Christian McCaffrey. Amazing. By the way, twins. His twin. Yeah. Is, so you knew you had Christian McCaffrey. Energy, yeah. So why did you say you didn't know what he looked like? Sure. Like, that's just, like, inconsistent. Yeah. That was fair. And he does look like Christian McCaffrey. And, and that, to me, is, like, an accurate use of celebrity doppelganger. Agreed. Like, you're not... Yeah, exactly. Um, Kenny and Britney breaking up. Thoughts. It was, like, the most civilized breakup. But he really did, like, a total 180. Oh, what yeah. is with him and his phone? What happened? What... Something happened, like... And that's what I feel like we'll maybe glean from the reunion. Something happened between Kenny and Brittany when they got home. But also the day on the boat with the dolphins. Yes. He, he shut very, down that day. Yes. Yes. Even when she was like, they were laying on the bowel of the boat and she was kept talking and touching Holding and like hand. giving him, trying everything and he was giving nothing. He shut down. He shut down there and continued to shut down when they got home. And then he had his phone that he could go back to. The his phone. one true love. What was that? He Going asked her one a in question. The morning? He asked her like a serious question, like, you know, how, whatever. And then as she starts responding, picks up his phone. And by the way, that could have been editing to like, you know, emphasize how much he's on his phone. But there was still so much footage of him being on his phone. Why is he on his phone so much out to one in the morning? Like your principal. Your principal. That was not a good look for no. a principal. Not at all. That was weird. Yeah. Principal behavior. The whole, his whole How do you arc, go back to being a principal? How, if your child is in that school, like how do you, go, and you watch Love is Blind, it's like, hey, Principal Kenny, like you get off your phone. <laughs> yeah, no, it's weird. It was so weird the way things went down. I'm glad that they just like ended it because it was like making me feel bad. And this girl was trying so hard. Could she be like more devoted? No, she couldn't have tried harder. She couldn't have tried harder. And she was so attracted to her, him when she saw him. So when they kept talking about the crave, the crave, like, oh my God, stop. Yeah, but I think that she she was saying like, I have no desire for you because like you are a freak and you shut down. Yeah. Because she did she in the did. beginning. Oh my God, she was over the moon about him. Yeah, I actually was really, I thought they were the strongest couple. I thought for sure they were getting married. And even the way they broke up, like she's crying. She's, you know, prolonging the and conversation. And she's also saying like, okay, there's something missing for me. And he's like, oh, so it's missing. So bye. I'll like, it's over. I'll see myself out. As opposed to like, let's work on what's missing. Yeah, no, he decided at some point, so I don't know whether something happened or he just had a change of heart. He decided at some point he no longer wanted to do this. So he sabotaged the whole thing. Yeah, which I think is worse than just like, you know, saying this isn't working for me, I don't want to do it, and ending it, then and there, like, making her feel, like, lonely and probably crazy and, like, what's missing and questioning herself, and then her breaking up with him just so that he doesn't have to. Be the villain, yeah. I need Vanessa Lachey to, like, get down to the bottom of that at the reunion, because that's, like, yeah. that's, like, And what's going me. on on his phone when he's a principal? Like, it's not a super phone-heavy job. job. Right. Um, and then the Till 1 a.m. Who's the last couple we haven't spoken about? Jeremy and Laura, the big one. The best part of the, by the way, 
like the way she handled that conversation, like let him keep lying, keep lying. He's like, you have my location. She's like, well, I didn't see. So like, tell me what you did. She was up watching. Obsessed. Like that was like probably one of the greatest like moments of suspense. No, no. And like turning the tables on someone. It was so brilliantly executed. Like bravo, Laura, bravo. Bravo. What is he doing? What a dirty fucking scoundrel. And you know what? Not to make it about me, but like, I don't know what it is about me. Like, I, I'm i like naive or I just give people the benefit of the doubt because I was like, okay, he was talking to Sarah Ann in the parking lot. Like, there's a lot to talk about till five. Like, I really was like going to believe him. So, so funny is that um, people have hypothesized. About the phone and the Apple Watch. Yes, because people notice he wears an Apple Watch. And so he knew that Laura had his location, so. No, because he shared it. Right. So it wasn't was, like, oh, she has my location, let me be stealth. It's like, let me misdirect her. Right, so let me leave my phone in the car, in the parking lot, because I'm obviously going to go with Sarah, we'll take her car, and she'll think I'm in the parking lot the whole time, aka in the bar the whole time, but the bar closes at two. He didn't think that there. The bar closes at two, and he's there until five. And he has an Apple Watch, which is going to give you a more precise, accurate uh It's going to track that location. Right, right, right obsessed with that whole saga obviously i think this is the end of jeremy and laura which is fine it's for the best i didn't think they were like a great love um i did oh you did i thought they were the strongest couple i thought they were so strong and so perfect together and so happy yeah oh wow i didn't why maybe because i've seen like multiple times now in the trailers they've given us in in the past couple in the past week her uh, saying and you were out with sarah until five in the morning right but I thought maybe that could be explained away of we were talking like once the pods are a unique experience and maybe you need to like have that closure. But I thought that what if that was all that it was that they would get through it. It's funny. And, and you know what? At the time I thought she was being, please come on, it's the end of the show and it's Friday. Finally. <laughs> At the time I thought she was being a little unreasonable that he hearted the message because he didn't answer. He went right to her, like did everything right. And she wanted him to say, Thumbs up instead of hard. I think thumbs up is like so Agreed. rude. But no, he left it open. Woman's intuition. He left. That's exactly what he did was he left it open for her instead of what he should have done. And she was right is say, thank you so much, but I'm not interested. He no. should have shut that shit down as Laura Ann said. The, Laura oh, Ann. I called her Laura Ann yesterday. <laughs> the only inconsistent thing about Laura is, you know, with the Sarah Ann thing. Oh, yeah. She I, was completely right. Mm-hmm. But she's encouraged. She encouraged that type of behavior for Jess. Jess is the Sarah Ann of her love triangle, yeah. the other woman. And, you know, they went to drinks and I love their friendship and they're, they're very good friends in real life. Um, but she was like asking her up like to do the thing that she's mad Sarah Ann did. I don't think she's mad at Sarah Ann. I think she's mad at Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. And I think that on this experience and what I've realized is that it's not over when the person chooses you because you no. are going to meet, you have to kind of get through two hurdles. Yep. You have to get through the un, uh, the um, unveiling or whatever, mm-hmm. the seeing each other and the honeymoon phase. The and reveal. Like confirmed physical attraction. And then you have to get through them seeing the other person. If there is. And still choosing you. So I feel like, I don't know what I was going to say. I feel like Jessica, like still being in the mix is fair. And, and Sarah Ann still being mm. in the mix is fair. And, if Jimmy like then wanted to be with Jessica, that's on Jimmy and not Jessica's because Jessica, I think, still has a shot to shoot. Same for Sarah Ann. Yeah. 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 They're still a part I'm of it. I'm not mad at, I guess it's like if they did hook up, then like, I'm not mad at Sarah Ann for reaching out to him or like trying and yeah. putting herself in front of him to be like, this is how what I look like. 
do still he still has a choice to make i i do feel like even though they're engaged yeah the fact that he wasn't happy enough with laura when they're having the be- the time of their lives and what more could she do for him how more could they be more compatible yeah yeah but i feel like with jimmy like i i feel like him and chelsea like aren't a great strong couple he's no. still like now he sees jessica in real life like he has that choice once more if he if say he were to choose say like to break up with chelsea and be like i can't stop thinking about jessica he doesn't have to mention appearance because that's like mean. rude and not mean yeah it's not mean it's just like unnecessary un- yeah and just be like i want to break up with you and i want to explore things with jessica like i think that's within his right to be like i i think i made the wrong choice yeah but being jeremy, open and honest about right, it is if jeremy had done that like it's within his yes right. but that's not what he did no and that's what makes it wrong and then the lying and coming home at five in the morning and putting the phone in the car like everything is not not okay dirty fucking scoundrel obviously they're breaking up in the next episode so i feel like that's a great segue into queenie and weenie of the week because i have come to the conclusion that my queenie of the week is laura like I was so, and first of all, like she's getting so much praise for it online. And she was kind of like a sleeper character. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a lot of airtime with her and Jeremy in the pods. And she came in, I feel like we got her story in like the fourth episode when we already knew AD really well. We already knew Chelsea really well. Um, she's kind of like a sleeper character. And even in that conversation, I was like, I wonder how she's going to handle it. I was ill prepared for the bait and switch that she did for Jeremy, making him look so fucking stupid. And the absolute like gall and nerve. Now when I think about the conversation, from the beginning like she sat down in the living room he was in there with his sunglasses on like not wanting to talk when he was the one who came home at five in the morning and was with another girl like the attitude he had what nerve no and how many times he tried to lie yeah he said i was at the bar she said the bar closes at five i heard sarah Ann was going to be there so i almost turned around but then i realized she shouldn't have one person should be like have the power to you know make me not do what i want to do i was at the bar i was at the bar till the bar closes at two. Mm-hmm. I was in the parking lot. No, you weren't. Yeah, the parking the side lot's a little alley. behind. Yeah. <laughs> really kind of inventive lies. I can't, like, I'm too trusting. So she's like, I was like, yeah, he was in the alley talking to Sarah. Yeah, no, it's, it is possible. Like, they talked so much in the pods. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they just wanted to go back there, recreate the magic. So she's my queenie, Laura, because she really, um, she handled that like a, like, perfect. Like, I, I have no notes. My, tens, tens, tens. my queen of the week is Jess. Yeah. It was actually going to be Bridget Mendler, but because I'm on such like a love is blind high now. Love is Island. Love is Island high now. It's Jess because what a woman. But honorary mention to Bridget Mendler. Yeah. It was a great week for her. It was. It's been a great few years. We didn't even know. Exactly. What you do in the dark, we'll see in the light. Love. Money talks, wealth whispers. Sure. Kind of. Um... My weenie of the week is a little bit more personal. It hits a little bit more close to home. My weenie of the week is my husband. Mm. Um, in addition to the whole St. Bart saga, which to me, like, it's just insane. And I feel like I've been documenting it. You guys know, like, the way he's been acting this whole week um, has just been, like, absurd. He also did something last night that was, like, really crazy. I actually had to write it down. I was like, I have to tell the toasters about this. We were having an argument, not, like, a real argument before bed. A disagreement. No, but, like, it was kind of like, it was a bicker. Okay. What was it about? Oh my God, he was just being such a baby. Like, like we were, he was, we had dinner and he was really full and I know he was like nauseous after dinner. Then he was like fine for like two hours. And when it came time for bed, he was like, I'm nauseous and like burping. And I'm like, he was just being such a baby. And I was like, I was nagging him and he goes, you're being such a Chelsea. <laughs> Can you believe that? He threw, he said, you're being a Chelsea. Okay. Jail. 
I wrote down all the things that bothered me about Ben this week, but that was obviously the biggest one. And then, of course, what he did to you yesterday. Oh, and then I wrote it down too, like his whole behavior on the pod this week, like coming in and scaring me and then yelling at me and then dropping the table and yelling at me again. Like, he's just like really pissing me off. And good guys yesterday, not reminding you. I don't want to spoil it because we talked about it on good guys, but like Ben scheduled me for good guys and then like never reminded me. So I was out and about. My friend Abe is is in town weirdly like at the same time so we had a whole afternoon planned the second I get to the afternoon Ben's like are you coming back for good guys I'm like you didn't remind me so my my whole afternoon was ruined I was supposed to play pickleball and have lunch with Abe like Ben has just really been on my last fucking nerve the carpet the Chelsea the St. Bart's the good guys weenie weenie and Ben is my weenie of the week because I didn't have one and I support my sister (laughs) yeah bitch yeah yeah so that was our show. A nice, wow, extremely long show. I feel like we got everything done we needed to do. Diffusion Line, Love is Blind, Queenie and Weenie. Rhoda Movie. R- By the way, I thought you said Rhoda, like R-H-O-D-A. I'm like, who's that? Who's Rhoda Movie? I love her. So sh- we should, should we cast her in the Should movie? that be the name? I'm the Mary, you're the Rhoda Or maybe movie. that's the name of our main character, Rhoda. Rhoda. Such an ugly name. Like, and we're planning on casting like a beautiful woman. You know? I think that that's the sort of name that could be re-energized. Like it could start hitting like the lists again soon. I'm sorry. And Lisa Kudrow, they ruined it. And nobody wanted to be the Rhoda in uh, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. I'm the Mary. You're the Rhoda. No, I'm the Mary. You're the Rhoda. Nobody wants to be the Rhoda. I don't know. I feel like Haley Bieber was given in a renaissance. Road. It's not the same. Rhoda. Okay, let's let him go, Turtleloo. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Toast. I hope you enjoyed this fabulous week. We're back. Oh, scheduling update next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Sorry, I'm going to say parts. That's a wrap on shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then also the following Monday. <laughs> we are off. But we're going to do some, we're doing Patreon today. We're going to hit you with the Patreon content so you will not be alone no. during that time. You're never alone when you're a toaster. You're never alone when you're a patron. That's true. So thank you guys. I won't keep you with my long intro. Have a great blessed weekend. Stay safe out there, girls. Love ya. Bye. Love ya. Bye.